Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishery Report with Ethan Martin at Tail Teller's Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? I'm doing the rain dance, brother. How about you? Just about the same. <laughs> On one side, I'm, I really, we need rain for the fish, but I've been working, uh, helping build my dad's house, and so it is kind of nice that every single day is beautiful 70 degrees or 80 degrees and dry but we need rain you know from a fishing perspective we are there yeah so we were talking before we started recording on the trout front that like you know temperatures are fine but you know and they are stocking which is probably more a function of the temperature than the water but you might want to kind of maybe give it an extra second thought before you go out and fish for them um just from a what it's going to do to the fish and maybe you want to give them a little bit of rain so they can kind of spread out a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just so low. If you, if you go into any of like the stream data reports, which I was doing just playing around with it, even before we just called. And if you click on like one year of data, you can see where we're at now is even lower than one year ago. And most of our local streams. Um, so, you know, seasonably like in the fall, we always, typically start going low but this year i mean we just haven't had the rain from the past years so um, which can create a problem especially like as we get into brook trout spawn and then uh, as leaves drop you know there can be some problems that happen there not really anything we can do to change it you know it's just other than hope for rain um but yeah that is on the horizon if we don't get some yeah and so i guess you know just to kind of help folks out if you decide to go out you know uh, longer leaders, skinnier leaders, stealthier tactics. You know, you might want to leave the thingamabobber at home and maybe use a tuft of yarn or maybe a dry dropper because uh, you're going to get busted pretty quick with the water conditions. Yep, you have to use the uh, my favorite little New Zealand strike indicator thing. That thing is the bomb, uh, especially for conditions like right now. So, like, if you are going trout fishing, because to your point, they, they have started stocking a couple of local streams. Um, they even stock some today that are not too far from the shop. Um, you know, most of those fish are going to be put in the deepest holes that they can find. Um, so, you know, you don't have to waste a bunch of time sitting there going through super shallow stuff. Um, but then just keep in mind that that's also going to put additional pressure. If there are other anglers out, you know, you guys are all going to be looking for the same deep holes. Um, so you, uh, just be prepared. You know, if you go out, you're probably going to see other people and you're probably going to get, uh, right up beside them in order to catch fish if that's what you're after um and you know if that's not what you're after then the james is still fishing pretty decent you know there's people are still catching stuff on poppers uh it's not gonna like blow your mind from everybody that i've talked to um but you know those cicadas have started dropping um so definitely still some topwater action is out there and uh some pretty big smallmouth have been caught in the past like week or two so maybe not as many fish since it is so low um and just another point to put in there is you know if you've got like a hard drift boat or like a super heavy raft i mean the james is pretty low right now we're like sitting you know one of the gauges that i look at a lot it's it's about two foot uh of water which is super low um so if you have like a hard drift boat or if you're thinking hey let me get my jet boat or whatever it is you just got to be real careful and you might be on the water a lot longer than you expect just because of how slow things are moving. Uh, so just keep that in mind if you're making plans for this weekend. 
Yeah. Also, from a stealth perspective, you know, fish generally don't groove on here in a drift boat grinding on rocks, right? No. And then, you know, when you get home and you have to put a new gel coat on everything, that's never a fun activity. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, although I would say maybe in these conditions with the clear water, you might want to try to get that impulse bite with a bait fish pattern, right? And that might get a fish to make a mistake that they wouldn't make, you know, watching a bug drift uh, forever in the current and, you know, in the low water. Yep. Yeah. Streamers are always a good time. You know, like this time of the year, you throw in a white bait fish pattern. I do like throwing that. Um, you know, typically you're going to catch some of your biggest fish on poppers. Um, but if you do want to just go out and try and catch numbers or like, if you just want to go when wade fish in, you know, downtown or uh, any of the sections on the James where you can wade, throwing a streamer this time of the year, it's, it's pretty fun because you can see the streamer. It's so clear. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, you see fish appear or you just see the streamer disappear. Um, so, you know, that can be exciting too, especially if you don't have a boat or you just want to get out real quick and wait. Um, so I know quite a few people have been downtown and had pretty good success. Um, so definitely you still have options to fish. Um, and you know what? Hunting season is like here and only increasing, uh, in the next month or two. Um, and so there's less people out on the water. That's the way it always goes in the fall. Um, so if you don't want to see a ton of people on the water from that perspective, uh, especially on like our smallmouth rivers, then it's, that's totally worth it. At the trout streams, when they stock them, people are always going to flock to that. Um, but you know, all those other places that don't get that same pressure from that, uh, people group, you know, you usually have the water for yourself, which is pretty nice. Yeah, particularly if you fish when UVA or Virginia Tech are playing, right? <laughs> yeah, or Liberty or any of the ones here in Lynchburg, too. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, and it's, you know, pumpkin spice latte time, so everyone's losing their mind thinking about musky season, but you were telling me before we started recording that it's a little uh, little early on the musky bite front. Yeah, I know a couple people have been out for them. You know, they've seen them because, again, the water is so clear, but uh, it's not one of those things where you're going to go out and catch a ton of them, so you want to see fish this is a decent time to see them um just know that it's going to really annoy you because you're probably going to see more than what you typically would uh and because you know fish are always going to be when you're throwing baits that large you know they're going to come and and i say baits but flies that large they're going to come and inspect and see what it is they're just not always going to eat in springtime when you're doing that you don't even see that fish because the water's up or it's off color Um, but this time of the year when you're doing that sort of stuff you you can see that fish you know he comes and he's trying to figure out what's going on um so maybe you'll get a little bit more like heart racing out of it but um you you still might not catch a ton of muskies so <laughs> but that's just musky fishing there you go and we've got a question from good old faithful brenner um and it's a it's a smallmouth question he wanted to get your thoughts on kind of how late into the fall do the smallmouth stay active and if there's some kind of magic water temperature number uh, that he should be thinking about? Not really. I mean, <laughs> most of the time, you know, when stuff really starts to slow down is when it starts getting really cold. I don't know in our area as much if I've ever seen like a magic water number for when everything just like shuts down. Um, you know, unless it's like 33 degrees and we're talking actual winter fishing. But for the fall, I mean, it's pretty much going to be if you go out and the water temps are pretty decent. Uh, I mean, throw either top water until we start getting consecutive, really hard frosts. And that 
usually it's going to die off completely because there's just not a ton of activity on the surface. Um, and in that case, I would just switch over to throwing more streamers. And like, if you are wade fishing, like I know he does, um, that's what I would do is if you start getting where days are just a little bit slower, it's just throw on a streamer and keep slinging it out there. So, uh, you know, any of these people who don't have boats and, uh, they're aspiring doctors like him, <laughs> when you get free time, you know, you just, you got to use it by fishing and it doesn't, to me, I don't really care what the temperature is. If I'm going to go fishing, I'm going to go. Um, so that's kind of like a stupid answer because I didn't really answer it at all. <laughs> all I said was go and fish and have fun. Uh, and that that's pretty much my thoughts behind it. Um, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only thing I would kind of throw on that is a, to me, it's kind of a question of how do you want to fish? Right. And so as long as you understand that like November fishing is not June or July fishing is not February fishing, right? Um, yep. Then it's, you know, game on. And you, I mean, cause you know, basically, you know, Schultze and Blaine and all these guys have basically dialed it in and they can catch them 12 months out of the year. It's just a question of, you know, finding them and knowing where they are, patterning them. It's just like fishing for muskie and then getting them to eat. 100%. You got to put the time in and that's, that's the hardest part is trying to figure out the different seasons and then the transitions between the seasons, because, uh, you know, the fish are most of the time, if a meal comes in front of them, they're going to eat it. Uh, it's just a matter of you figuring out when that time is and where that fish is. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media, whatever's easiest for you. And if we use your question, I will send you some articulate fly swag we're going to drawing for some cool stuff from the shop at the end of the season. Ethan, before I let you go, you want to let folks know hours, shop location, special classes, any of that kind of cool stuff? Yep. So we're located in downtown Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, our hours have shifted a bit. We're open a little bit later. We're open until 6 o'clock now. Um, so you can keep that in mind if you are local and you're trying to get here after work. Um, and then we do have a couple of classes coming up. If you look on our website calendar you can see all of the classes that we have upcoming uh the main ones for this week is that we have a fly time class on thursday uh, and then we have a casting clinic with alex uh collier and that is on saturday i think there's one spot left as of right now um so that is a that class does cost so if, if you're interested in that um, look on the website there's a little rcp that'll allow us to get your information um, but we're going to start doing a couple more of those. I mean, it, it's, this is a really great time, you know, for getting some of those classes in because the river is low, um, and there's not a ton of people out there. So it's super easy to get really good instruction. And, uh, we've got a couple more classes lined up, um, with some really good instructors. So I'm, I'm excited. I know people will like it when I teach and I like teaching too, but, um, you know, we've got a couple of good guides and people in our area, um, that, I think are going to only add extra benefit and give people a couple more spices of uh, teaching styles. So another one of those guides coming up is going to be Mike Rennie. Uh, he's teaching a class on uh, all season smallmouth fishing. I think that's what it is, but just to confirm if somebody wants to keep me honest, it's on uh, our website again and you click on it and it's going to give you all that information. So a lot of stuff is uh, kicking off. So I'm excited. Yeah, well, there you go. And, you know, folks, fall is my favorite time of the year to be on the water. And 
you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Remember, do it during uh, Saturday college football and you'll have the river to yourself. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines.